Hi, it's Jay here, and I just want to let you know, if you want to hear a full, unedited version of the interview that's scattered throughout this show with Matt Bell, then you can head back to djjroberts.co.uk, to the blog page, and you will find links there to listen to both his set from More Cake, which is on Mixcloud, and also to the full interview. I hope you have as much fun listening to this as I did in talking to Matt and getting the wonderful insights from his 30-something year career. And now, on with the show. ready to go out we've got the biggest new tunes take a shower and get dressed while listening to the something for the weekend show on house masters radio and here's your host jay roberts yes 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 indeed welcome along to this very very special something for the weekend today is 26th of january 2024 and tomorrow is the first of the amazing more cake events at park hall in chorley returning into the main club room it's also the very last gig of the absolute legend that is Matt Bell. So tonight we're going to play some tunes that capture the flavour of the event, as well as talk with Matt about his retirement and much, much more. Sit back and enjoy. This is going to be huge. We're going to kick it off with an anthem by Love Inc. called Love Is The Message. And this mix is appropriately titled Big Piano, More Cake Version. Enjoy. Hot. New. Something for the weekend? Jay's got it for you. Let's do it.
love is the message by Love Inc. That is the big piano version, definitely. Can I say hello in the other room to Sister Vixen? Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Good evening, Jay. Yes, yes, yes. Are you looking forward to your first more cake in the club tomorrow? I am very, very much so, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a new... Everybody, I, I'm, everybody is not a newbie on this one. It's just going to be me and, and whatever. We'll just roll with it and see what happens. Absolutely. You came a couple of years ago, and uh, that was when we were in the, uh, I think they call it the barn there at Park Hall. Yeah, it was in a, it was in a really big room. Yeah, you have not experienced the real, real oh, okay. I, I am so looking forward to it. Let's have it. Uh, absolutely. Going to drop another anthem here. I'll do all the mentions shortly. Quite a few tonight. There is... Going all the way back to the beginning of the 90s again with this one. One that all the DJs used to find the sample on the end of it and scratch it backwards, chopping it out. This is Glam, Hell's Party. Jay Roberts, you cheeky monkey!
here on something for the weekend setting the pace we're on air till 10 tonight you're listening to house masters radio in the mix 24 hours a day keep it locked now then, Matt Bell's had a career spanning over 30 years of DJing and playing prolific nights such as Blackpool Zone, Preston's Field, and many, many more. I got the chance to catch up with him to ask him some questions, and I hope this is as much fun for you as to listen to as it certainly was for me to put together. I'll be splitting it throughout the rest of the show, so let's just get straight into it. First of all, thank you very much for agreeing to... Um Mate, it was an old brainer. Thanks for doing this. It's really appreciated, honestly. Really touched, you know. What's it feel like to have been DJing for over 30 years for you? <laughs> Depressing. No, it's, it's, um, it's actually, it feels, I'm quite privileged and lucky, you know what I mean, to, to have done it for this long and, um, and still, you know, my set still be appreciated. Um, you know, I know because quite a lot of people, they kind of, you know, they, they've been trying on the scene for a bit and maybe they're getting frustrated you know, so I'm quite quite lucky that I've been given the chance to do it again, if you will, because I stopped for a bit in like '98, I think it was, for a while. So I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of lucky that it, it it took off again in the the old school scene. Um, but yeah, it feel, it feels good, but it's it feels right now to you know to start to hang my headphones up a little bit and concentrate on you know. Being an old man, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just hit fifty, and um, I don't see me stopping for any time soon. I enjoy, I really enjoy it too much. But give me another five years, I might feel differently about that. Um, well, I love it. You know, I still, I still like mixing. I still, like, I'm still going to do some mixes. You know, of me on, and I'll whiz them out on Mixcloud and stuff like that. I just think, you know, my clubbing days are, are you know, are coming to an end now. Really, um, I just want to. You know, so, so much other stuff that I want to do. You know, I want to concentrate on on at home, and you know, that I think it's it's probably, it just feels about right, really. Now, well, you used to prefer your um, earlier sets anyway, didn't you? Or certainly over the last like seven or eight years, I mean, because they're doing jujitsu. Well, I, I love yeah, there is that, but I love sorry the early Brazilian jujitsu. Let me not insult the uh, the form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I love I love warm up set because there's an art to warm up, and you know you, you can get to play the tunes that you know you've not re- you don't really play, and you can put your set together and build the night, you know, and and it's it's like 
sort of really re rewarding to watch people come onto the dance floor slowly. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you've got them and you know you've got them and you can build and build and build and build and just prepare the night for what's coming ahead. I remember I was um, DJing and warming up um, for K-Class. I've done, a, done it a couple of times, DJ before them, and, and they said they loved having me on beforehand because I set the stage for them. And that's what you'd warm up DJs needs to do. Set the stage for the, the, the main the main act basically and for what's for what's coming so i love doing that i love you know looking at who i'm on with and go right i know their style of djing i'll build up to that and you know at the same time get the club busy so i i love it because there's an art to it and you've got to really think about it yeah i totally agree i'm i love myself doing warm-up sets as well or 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 the the last set the the closing set i love doing those two bookends of the night if you're thrown on in the middle like you're the headliner it's almost just expected that all you're going to do is just ch crank the handle of the hits, basically, isn't it? You know, oh, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna play um, Asher, you're gonna play, or you're gonna try and stay away from it, but you know what I'm saying? You're gonna crank out whatever's the most trendiest because the floor's already full. If the if the people before you've done their job, the night's buzzing, everybody's on a high, and so you, it's. I wouldn't say it's easy street. But it's certainly less of a challenge to play a peak spot than it is to play an early or a late. Because late on, after the headline has been on, everybody starts filtering out for taxis mm. or kebabs exactly. or, or both. You know, you got to got to get that all important greasy kebab to go on with. Well, yeah, and you know, and to to try and um, you know stall the uh, the you know like a UK uh, drinker certainly at like two o'clock in the morning has got kebab on the mind and to keep them on the dance floor away from the kebab house is very hard. <laughs> very got hard. kebab on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Freemasons <laughs> could do that as a remix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I kind of see it as a challenge that if yeah. you, if you start with a floor that's got maybe 50 people left on it because the venue only had maybe a hundred people in, and it's, it's divided by two and you've still got the same 50 people and near enough the same 50 people when the lights come up at the far end you've done a good job absolutely absolutely i think some people think about djing nowadays where you know you've got your, you've got your sync buttons and you've got your controllers and you've got all this other stuff and they go it's very very easy to dj well it's not you know there's so much to it and you know we're just touching on it here slightly you know, there's so much to it to enable to you know to keep people interested in the club. You know, you don't want to go too early. You don't want to you know, like leave it too late. You don't you know, so people get bored and walk out. You know, there's so much to DJ. There's an absolute art to it. You know, and then you get into the technical bits of it. It's like, you know, will the bass lines, you know, when one ends, will one start? Can I run them both together? Will the vocals go over each other? Should I? do that should have not there's so much that you know when once you start like you know looking at it properly and uh, and and thinking about stuff you know there's so much there's an absolute art to it you know so and you know and part of it is learning how to build the night up and keeping people on the dance floor keeping them dancing do you think technology then has made it easier or harder to dj back in the day it was two turntables and a mixer there was a, a barrier to entry there from a technical skill point of view. But now you've got sync buttons, like you say, a whole bunch of technology, but then you've got a quite a steep learning curve with the technology. So which, which way around do you think was easier? 
Um, it, I don't know. It, it, they're both so different. So they're both so different yet the same. If you know what I mean. So yeah. you've got. You know, I can go on a I can go on a controller, and I'll use the controller the same way as I use decks. I'll load the deck the the tune onto the 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 deck, or I'll put the vinyl on and put the needle on, and I'll load the tune into controller, and I'll just use the pitch and the play button. Right? It's virtually the same. Yeah. You know the you know the the with with technology. The reason why I embrace technology because there's so much more you can do with it. You can start chopping it up in real time. You can do, do it, loop it. You can do all sorts of stuff in it. You know, and we should be embracing technology. If we never embrace technology, people will still be on reel to reels. You know what I mean? In clubs. <laughs> so you know, the, all this. I get where people come from with this. You know, oh, it's vinyl, and you should be just doing vinyl and. I'll always stick with vinyl, all that sort of stuff. But you, you, you know, you've got to move on at some point. The, the, the scene, the scene has to move on at some point. The music moved on. You know, the technology needed to move on. And and yeah, in certain aspects, yeah, to beat match, right? Yeah, you can press a sync button. It does make it easier. Do you know what I mean? But that's just a little part of it. That's one of the first things you learn as a DJ. And it takes you. It don't take you that long to learn to beat match. That's it. No. All right, a sync button's maybe, it's maybe taken, you know, a month of practicing out of it, but then you've got years and years of, you know, understanding how to DJ and stuff like that. Your technology can't really give you that. It makes it a lot more fun. You know, it really, it does. We used to have fun when we were DJing where we'd see some dust build up on the needle and go, oh my God. You know that that's probably going to scratch right across the record in the middle of a cut. You know, and we used to like, you know, get some water on the deck and see <laughs> if the water technique. You know, so that's that was our fun sort of thing. You know, uh, but obviously you don't get that anymore with the the, the new technology. But I just think that we should embrace it. I really do, and that's why I did. And it, that's what technology is all about, really. Absolutely. We're just getting started here. I'll be back with us after this next tune. This side off is a bootleg on Knights of the Turntables at EP 45. Certainly did for me. Kylie and the Vision Masters. No introduction needed to this one. The anthemic mix. Keep on pumping it up. Oh, my God. 
Gypsy, Slade to the Rave, massive shout out and respect going out to the legend, Mr. Matt Bell, more cakes finest. Thank you for the music and the joy you brought to those dance floors, mate. Enjoy the next chapter. Thanks very much, Ian, for your voice there. We've got a load of those messages that have been sent in to us over the last couple of days ready for the show. Kylie the Vision Masters. From Nice the Turntables, Volume 5. a great start there with Matt's interview before and we've got plenty more of it to go we're gonna uh, get straight into the second part so let's rewind right where did it all start for you where um and what made you want to get into dj what what was the driving factor i I used to go to the warehouse parties and i always used to be it i was always into the music but i used to play drums so before then, I used to play drums, not very well. I'd be doing my dad's cellar and I'd be just on this drum set and playing to rock, every rock and glam rock and stuff like that. So I was always into percussion. And then when, when you go to warehouse parties, it's really the, you know, you're just the kick drum and that's all you really hear because in these warehouse parties, they weren't the best of systems. They were just thrown together to get the party going. So it'd just be like this boom, bass, and pss, pss, you know, and you didn't really know what was going on. It certainly made a so name for JBL really- and Turbo sound, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. So I was, but I was intrigued as to how they kept it going all night on the same, the same sort of BPM or the same beat. And I was like, you know, this is, this is, I wonder how they do that. And then I'd work, you know, get towards a DJ booth and have a look at what they're doing. And they had these two decks and I'm like, that's interesting. How are they doing that? So it kind of piqued me interest at warehouse parties. And then I got, my friend had some decks and, um, we were around at his house one night and uh, there, was a, there was a couple of DJs in Preston court. There was one called uh, Kenny Matthews and a guy called Clement Oscar. And they were really well-known DJs in Preston, like house DJs. And both very, very different in terms of DJ style. Um, Clement, Clem was the, uh, in my opinion, he was, he was probably more technical than, than Kenny. Um, and he, he, I watched Clem and Oscar at this party, and Clem was like, he was really good, really. He's a really nice guy. He's passed away, sadly. Clem mm-hmm. um, passed away at, at an early age. It was really sad because he he was absolutely my biggest influence in in DJing. A hundred percent was Clem, and um, you know I was really upset when he passed away. But I watched him, and he'd do all sorts of stuff. And then I'd watch him make a tape, you know, because everyone made tapes those in those days. You know, you do a mixtape, and Clem was like. He'd even mess around with the tape, like stop the tape and you know, kind of rewind it a little bit and then start recording again and put this little bit in. And there's all sorts going on, you know, he's well ahead of his time. And um, so I'd watch him and, and then I just like, okay, I can let's have a go at this. And he showed me a bit and, you know, and then I just kind of started from there. And then 
I, I do a mix. I got myself some decks and I do a mixtape and then get that out to people. And then all of a sudden, doing a club in Blackpool and it went on from there, really. Yes, indeed. Gonna drop this one. Another bootleg remix. You're gonna hear a mention of this in the next part. We played this before a few, about a year and a half ago here on this show. strikes 
Matt Triple X here. You're a top geezer and an amazing DJ. And I just want to wish you all the best and happy retirement from the ones and twos. What was your first like big break, I guess? Was that like the start of your you as 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 Matt at that point? Or was that like just you like black you know, like like some of us done, I don't want to say, but blagging your way on for a few, you know, for half an hour, an hour or something? Was was that like your first paid gig? Was that like a break for you? That when you started in Blackpool? Well well what what happened? We were doing, we'd put our own, own like little work, like sort of illegal parties on. There was one like famous, Whitey's Barn it was called. It was in my mate's house who had a barn, a big barn. So we'd put like little parties on a, in and around Preston. One was on the docks, end up getting arrested at that and the stuff taken. And then we, we, we did Whitey's Barn and then we did one at a weird squash court in, in the middle of a farmer's field. We'd find all these weird places and put all these parties on. So I'd got my name going that way anyway. And then I got a club. My friend went to see um, a guy in Blackpool who owned a club called Adam and Eve's. And oh, yeah. I remember that. We got a ni- yeah, we got a night there. So I was resident there and we were playing there for, I can't remember how long it was, a few months or whatever it was. And then one of my friends then, and then I got to know a couple of promoters in Blackpool and then I got to do the Love Shack so I was doing the Love Shack as on a, like a Thursday night, I think it was. Every now and again, I do like a little warm-up spot on the Saturday. And then one of my friends gave a tape, a mixtape to um, Zone, to yeah. Debbie at Zone. And and then she, she uh, Debbie put us on one night. And um, I'll never forget it. I started my set off with bass heads out there. And nice. it had just like come out on a promo then. And um, Was that the and then that ridiculously long intro version? Yeah, but I I um I, I mixed it in basically. I didn't I didn't like stop Barry. I think I went on after Barry Barry J. Oh yeah, and um because Barry yeah it was it was it was it was quite daunting because Baz is a good DJ you know, and um I was like oh god I'm going on after Barry J you know I'm going to do this, and then I played bass heads and then it, it was it just went off then and then uh, that's how I got the residence the, the residency at Z- uh, Zone. I never actually got to go to Jenks. I my first experience of Zone was Venue, and it was short-lived from a Venue because I think they were only there for about yeah. six months, a year at the most, before it got raided and shut down. Yeah. Um, but I remember walking up them steps on, into that sort of very hazily filled room, blaring sound system, sweaty as yeah. hell, you know, basically sweat dripping off the ceiling, but just going, yeah, I found home. <laughs> the sort of <laughs> Euro energy sort of stuff. And I've never found another club like it. That was the disappointing thing. I only got to go like twice. The next sort of thing on from there, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about me, but um, I remember seeing you at Angels in Burnley because you got involved with them as well. And that was like right on my doorstep was Angels because I used to live in Burnley. And uh, I think you were playing something like Itsy Bitsy Boozy Woozy Party Time. (laughs) Something like that. And I was absolutely mesmerised with this completely seamless mixing. I'm like going, how the hell do I get it to be that seamless? But I always think think to myself, well, you know, no no one's perfect. You know, things go wrong in the night. And, you know, there's a few DJs where a mix has gone wrong and they've, they've been devastated about it. And I'm like, I laugh. Look at the dance floor. Nobody's noticed it. Who cares? Get on with it. You know what I, I mean? I either just backspin out of it or echo out of it or something like that. Uh, I've stopped the wrong deck. <laughs> Stop. I did, I, it the- <laughs> <been awesome. laughs> I did it the other week I, on, I on radio. 
<laughs> did you? And it's on TikTok. I, I, I turned it into a TikTok video. <laughs> that was the best bit of it. Stop the wrong deck. And I was absolutely thrashing it. I'm going, yeah, this works, this works, this works, this works. Dead silence for a second. Ah, crap. Stop oh, the wrong God. Do you, do you know, I never, I did, I did a night in Oswestry Street once in Wales. And um, when I got there, the guy said the decks were side by side. So they weren't like your deck mix a deck. Yeah. They were like, you mix it and then two decks side by side on an, on an oh. angle. Right. And I looked and I, and, and immediately I thought I'm definitely going to stop the wrong one here. <laughs> and, um, the guy looked at me and he went, I bet you, you stopped the wrong one. I went, I was just thinking that I said, do people do it all the time? He goes, every single guest DJ has stopped the deck the wrong deck and i felt like saying You've why don't you move it <laughs> you know what i mean but but anyway i said so i said to him right i bet i don't i bet you pint and he went i bet you do and like within about 10 minutes i'd lost the pint i just stopped the wrong deck I was like, oh, see i no like way. that's why i liked angels is set up because i'd like that crescent sort of look to it an angle didn't it we're deck on one the left yeah. mixer that ah oh, that vestax mixer where that um David put like a, the guy who was, was a sound engineer there. He'd welded in uh, like a crossbar under the master, so you couldn't push it any higher than a certain point. <laughs> he had as well, yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I know, all, I know yeah, all the dirty yeah. little because that mixer ended up in yeah. Expo downstairs. That exact same Vestax mixer ended up in Expo's bar, and I ran. Right. I managed their sound and light from for a while, um, for about nearly a year before they got sh- uh, taken over and then shut down. Yeah, they used to have like that, two decks on the right, mixer in the middle, and then one deck on the left. And then those massive monitor speakers that could shred your ears, didn't they, mm-hmm. Angels? Yeah, <laughs> well, everything about Angels was loud. I mean, I, I only got... So I, what, what happened, I um, I was playing at Zone, and then the Empire um, opened up, and I was, I'd done a bit of work for for Sean, who ran the Empire. Is that more we're um, talking before, about there? Morecambe, yeah, the Empire at Morecambe. I, I'd done a couple of gigs for Sean and a couple of the, the promoters. Sean was the owner of the Empire and uh, he used to put upfront promotions on and stuff like that. So I'd, I'd done a bit of like work with him. And then, so I got asked to um, to be a resident there. And uh, we, I remember we all met up. There was me, Paul Taylor. Um, and it was the first time I'd, I'd met Paul. I'd heard about Paul. But the first time we all met up at Tickle Chat Hotel for a, for a beer before the club, the night started, basically. Paul Taylor. And they were just discussing how they were going to do it. And there was me, Paul Taylor, I think Rob Tessera, um, Paul Walker, mm. and a couple of other DJs. And we're all there, you know. And then we turned up on the first, the very first night. And, you know, the did you ever go in the Empire? No, I never got there. I know about it. Everybody used to rave about it. And then... I never, I never got to go there. It's one of those places um, that I always wanted to get to. Uh, funnily enough, like Park Hall, yeah. when it used to, it's legendary Thursday and Fridays. Never got there. Mm. It's only since... Oh, I, since do you know, I, I, I did. I used to I watch Sasha there all the time. My mate, actually, Warren Charles. Oh, there's another DJ from Preston, Warren Charles, the nice guy. He, he was playing with Sasha. He, he got on with Sasha at, at Park Hall on a Thursday, and we used to go up and watch, you know, Sasha and Warren, really. And Pig C, remember Pig C? Yeah. That's so, yeah, so, that's so uh, uncanny talking about Sasha playing at Park Hall compared to where the sort of gigs he does now. Oh, yeah. Which are, yeah. you know, what, twenty five to 50,000 people. Mm. And Park Hall, what, 1,000 at most, I think it is, with 
if you have yeah, some of that. They, they had this sound, they had this sound system that was unbelievable. Like it, one of Sasha's big tunes at that time was Marathon Moving, and uh, yeah. he, used to, he, he put it into left field, not forgotten. And well, I think it was left field, not forgotten. Anyway, um, it, and he'd do Whitney Houston want to dance with somebody over the top of left field, and you know we're all like waiting for it all to happen for him to do it live. It was a really, really good night. But the Empire. Um, we we all turned up on the first night, and that, I think the first two or three of the Empire uh, nights were early days were were empty because it was a massive club basically, and there wasn't that many people going. And then what happened? Uh, Sean, um, the promoter, put on Vertigo, so Vertigo was one of the guests. Yeah, and literally that night. I turned up, so I used to do Zone, and then I used to drive over from Zone and go over to the Empire. And, you know, for the first couple of weeks, there'd be like my car and about 10 other cars outside the building, you know, on the front. And I turned up for the Vertigo night. You couldn't park up. No. There was hundreds of cars. It was absolutely mullered. And from that moment on, it was packed out every single week. It was brilliant, brilliant club, that. So I, when I when I was doing Empire, the Empire shut down. So I was doing Zone and Empire. Hmm. And the Empire and Angels as well, so I was in between them all, sort of thing. Oh, and then I, I, there wasn't a flyer that didn't have your name on it at one point, circa yeah. 95, 96. <laughs> and, yeah, and, long, and, and on, I think, from there. I was pretty busy. I mean, I, mean, I must have, but anyway, I, I, I was. I was doing quite a bit, uh, trying to get my name out there, sort of thing. So the Empire shut down in the end, it got raided, and all this sort of stuff happened, and the, you know, they just shut it down. Um, and and uh, so about that time, I started talking to the guys at Preston who were running Field, Tim Pearson and George. George used to go to Zone, mm. like the original Jenks Zone. And uh, they both started uni in Preston and they were putting an eye on called Field. And George said, well, to come down and be a guest there. So I was like, yeah. And I, you know, and I played there and it was great. Um, and, it, you know, it had the amphitheatre and all that sort of stuff. And then I eventually got offered the residency there um, and then I wanted to come away from Zone because Zone was, it had moved Zone down to Adam in, uh, no, what was it called underneath Jenks? There was a club underneath Jenks. I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, it was underneath Jenks basically. And then it had moved there for a bit and it was trying to find a new home sort of thing. And at that time I was like, I was, I was more moving away. My, my taste of music was, was going away from the Italian stuff. Zone was going more synthy. So I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I, I I was playing a little bar in Preston called Trader Jack's and I was, you know, playing house music in there. Field guys asked me to be a resident there that I could I could do the back room on my own and build it up, build the brand up, build, you know, just playing house tunes and stuff like that. So that's where I moved away from Zone then and, you know, very thankful for what, you know, for what Zone did for me. Um, and then I went to uh, be the resident at Field and then I'd do you know, the back room there on my own. Every now and again, there'd be a little guest in. We had like Alex Neary and people like that of and the Fathers of Sound lot on. They popped into the back room and stuff. But it was my thing. So it was my room. I could do what I wanted with it. Take, you know, play what kind of tunes I wanted to play. And it was great. And I, I loved it. And then that was sort of started, started me on my house sort of path, if you will. I wish I'd been able to get to again. I used to hear it, the main room being broadcast on Rock FM on a Saturday night. Mm. And again, yeah. it was lack of friends at the time who wanted to go to those sorts of things. 
Um, who wants to go to uh, Field in Preston? Are there, any, yeah. are there any birds there we can chat up? No, it's not that kind of club, mate. It's house music. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not Agadoo and um, you know stuff like that played sixteen times a night. It, 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 you know, it was, it was so good. The amphitheatre. I mean, I've never, I've never come across another club that's that's as good as that. Um, it, even though I did the back room, I didn't do the amphitheatre. Every now and again, I'd play in the amphitheatre, do like a set there. Hmm. But it was just, it just had this. It had a special thing. It had it, you know, some clubs have it, some clubs don't. That definitely had it, that. And it was um, it was just absolutely fantastic. They actually, like, got rid of the amphitheatre now and I think they've built over it or done whatever they've done with it, which is a shame, but... Um, but they, um, but that that feel had something special. It was it was so good, and they had like the who's who of uh, of DJs on. But be, actually, before that, while I was doing Empire and Zone, and I do Life as well. Sorry, every now and again, bowlers. so I do Bowlers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd also I also warmed up for the Prodigy twice, who played at the <laughs> who played at uh, at the Uni, and it was me and Tim Utah Saints, and then the Prodigy had come on. So that was that was pretty good. That was when the prodigy was, you know, sort of still, you know, they weren't massive, but they were just getting known basically. Well, I watched a documentary once. It was on YouTube, and it was basically how Liam put together a sample. And I can't remember what the sample was for Firestarter, maybe or something. I don't know. It blew me mind the amount of work that went into one sample, and it sampled it from some. I think it was some from some soul record. And it was this, it wasn't even like the main part, the soul record. It was like this obscure bit of it that he'd used. And, and then it put it all together and sampled over it and stretched it and did all sorts of whatever he did with it. I was just like, what? That much work to get that? You know what I mean? It absolutely blew my mind. So, you know, loads of respect. I, I hear some interviews of, like from Oasis who, who say, you know, it's not, they're not proper musicians, these people. They're not talented. They absolutely are talented. We're going to take a short break from uh, Matt and come back. That was uh, hugely insightful. House Masters Radio. Stick it with some anthems. Let's get you back up off the seat. Get you revved up ready for tomorrow night. More cake at Char- Park Hall at, uh, at Chorley. Lost me place in my script there. Let's go find another bootleg from 2003. This is... Uh, the chosen few and nobody's business. Hi, this is Carol Jolly and you're listening to DJ J. Roberts on Housemasters Radio. Something for the weekend. Enjoy. Enjoy. Every day gonna do what I want 
Hiya mate, it's Daz Cowgill here, aka Project D. Just thought I'd give you a quick message. Just wanted to say, whatever comes next for you mate, I hope you enjoy it. You've been an absolute legend in the scene. You've done it, you've played everywhere. And it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the same lineup as you. Whatever comes next for you mate, I'm sure you'll smash it. I will see you on Saturday at More Cake. Ta-ra! Thanks very much, Project D. Darren, one ace file, my guy to know. Gonna say hello to some people in the chat. We've got Carol, Lee J, Daz, DJ Daz M, GT, Jimbo, Joseph. Matt Bell's actually in the HMR chat as well, if you want to go say hi. Michaela's there, PT, Rick B, Ricky Lee, Waniac, and Derek, obviously, uh, lurking around. Derek's been uh, choosing his trainers for tomorrow. Apparently, it's taken him quite a long time. Yes, apparently you do need you do need comfortable shoes to go raving and misbehaving in. <laughs> Absolutely, no questions asked about. Leave that your heels time. at home, ladies. Leave your stilettos in the cupboard. Indeed, indeed. We're gonna um, gonna go back to uh, the Matt interview in just a sec. Um, but after uh, very shortly, we're gonna be taking a break for some more tunes in case anybody wants to stretch the legs for a few minutes. All right. But during that intermission, we're gonna be giving away a few tickets, a couple of tickets to, for tomorrow night's event. Oh, giving, are we uh, now? Yep, given oh. the um, permission to give a couple of tickets away. Yay! So I'm going to have um, Michaela being the hostess with the hostess for that one, doing the question and then uh, taking the call. Cool. All right. What do you nice. reckon been your best and worst gigs that you've had? Oh, I played one gig. So my worst gig was now I don't I don't really remember where it was. Um, it, I think it was Wales somewhere. And um, it was so bad that. And, you know, and we used to get ripped off all the time as well. You know, we did do, do things for gigs for like no money or petrol money. You know what I mean? I don't mind just a free to, gig as long as I know it's a free gig before I set off. Yeah, well, exactly. Now, I, I, you know, the, I, the vast majority of mine were either free or petrol money. You know, you'd be, you'd be actually surprised. And um, so I, you know, I didn't care because I was into the music and I was, you know, I'd, I got a job anyway and all that sort of stuff. So it didn't really matter to me. But um, I was playing this gig and, um, the promoter was just really weird, you know, and just dead aloof. And so we went on and it wouldn't tell us who was going to come on after us or, you know, you're doing an hour, but you might do an hour and a half and all this sort of, you know, anyway, in the end I'd been there for, I think I did, I was doing, did about two hours and there was no sign of, you know, anything going to happen uh, or the DJ taking over. So I just thought, you know what? And he and 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 I kept asking for him to, you know, asking the lighting man and different people, can you just go and get the promoter, you know, over? Anyway, nothing happened. So I just thought, you know what? I'm off. So I pumped all the smoke out because I was in, I had control of the smoke machine. Put all the smoke out so you couldn't see, and went out. The, there was a fire door behind me, like an exit. I just opened the door and walked out onto the car park and left one of my records playing. I was just about to say you probably left a track over. doing that, didn't you? I put a really crap track on. And then uh, I just left it playing and I, I went, I got in my car and drove off. And, oh. and, and he, he never contacted me, never did anything at all. Cause, you know, he just wanted to have someone on, like me on, not pay me, not bothered, not do anything at all. And just, you know, yeah, and, but you, you know, you get promoters like that every now and again that, that, you know, they've no intentions of paying you or doing anything and they try and, you know, stay away from you all night. You know, that that's happened to me on numerous occasions. So what, we've done worst gig, best gig. Oh, best gig. Oh, sorry to drag you um, back to uh, back to the <laughs> back to the purpose. 
<laughs> probably I've had some absolute belters, so it's pretty hard to pick a best one. Oh, um, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't pick. You know, I had some fantastic gigs at Feel, fantastic nights at Feel. I had some fantastic nights at Zone. I had some fantastic nights at Angels, fantastic nights at Empire. Bowlers is brilliant. I mean, recently, probably More Cake is consistently a brilliant night, a memorable, brilliant night. And I'm not just saying that because More Cake's on this weekend. Um, the, the production that they, they spend, I don't know how much on production. It's absolutely brilliant. The people in there are fantastic. Everybody's just there for the music and everybody gets into it and it's absolutely brilliant. So for a classics night, that's probably my favourite. For sort of housey sort of thing, um, has got to be feel. Got to be feel. It, it, it will be Zone and probably Empire um, on a par. They were fantastic nights. Um but then again, I've had some memorable nights at Angels. See, this is really hard, this. You know, I've had some cracking nights at Angels with Nigel, Ben, Carl Cox. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't pick, to be honest with you. I've just had that many really good nights at, at different venues for different promoters and different brands. It's, that's a tough one. Easier to pick the crappest night, which was that definitely that one in Wales. <laughs> I was just, well, that's right. I'd actually written here, what's been your best and worst gig? And obviously, you don't already told me about the Wales one, so I'm like, no, we'll just do what's your best big gig, and I'll, I'll stitch them both together. Has there been what you call a career-defining moment for you? Something that really sticks um, out, either like everything just clicked into place or like, you know, like the perfect night. I mean, because there has been like a a specific moment where you went, yeah, man, like that, some, some, some time um, in your career. Not, it's not necessarily the best gig, but career-wise, just in general, DJ. It was recently, actually, when um, the guys from K-Class said to me um that we you know we, we we love it when you're playing because we know you're going to set the night right for us and it's it, it, it you know and i just thought to myself that for me you know certainly those guys who have got the history in the scene you know for them to say that to me to say you know that they look forward to me playing before them so the night set up right and they know they're in safe hands was meant I just thought great you know it means a world to me that um, it really did and I think that that's probably you know it's one of the nicest things everyone, anyone said to me in, um, for DJing I think and all of you know you, you get the you know great set and all that sort of stuff but that, that that was a lovely thing to say and you know coming from those guys as well I mean you know the K class like royalty We'll be back to talk about more royalty with uh, Matt Bell very shortly. Let's keep the hands in the air. This is one track I'm almost certain we're going to hear tomorrow. Holy Ghost. Superman, 
everyone, it's Jane Angel here and I'd love to be able to take this opportunity to say a massive congratulations to Matt Bell who plays his final set at More Cake this Saturday at Park Hall in Chorley. Um, it's just been an honour and a privilege, Matt, to share the decks with you over the last 15, 20 years. You're a legend. We all love you and Saturday's going to be so sensational and so emotional. I hope everybody's got the tickets. Let's get down there and give him the legendary party send-off that he deserves. Matt, thanks for everything. You're so going to be missed. We absolutely love you. And we're just going to smash that the big time. All for you. Thank you very much to Jane there for uh, dropping that voice note in for us. Always got Pulse Ghost Pulse tomorrow night when you're here. Some people you respect and you see every time... And it's the law, practically, that she plays this track in her sets. If you didn't, we want to know why. That's Masters Radio on a Friday night, something for the weekend. We'll be continuing with the uh, our in-depth dive into the life and times of Matt Bell very shortly. Let's pick up the pace a little bit. Keep it bumping. After this, we're going to do a giveaway. I've got a very special guest on the phone to help me do that giveaway as well. Wand and Storm. Late 90s Euro synth at its finest.
City there, Happiness by One. Summary best playlist tomorrow. Because we're going to take the roof off for of that club. Surely, Park Hall, we are coming for you. With all the pressure Right, it's time now. Time, 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 time. By special permission, and very much thank you, by the way, to oh. Stu and Danny of More Cake. Is that too much to ask? We have the opportunity now to give um, a, a couple of free tickets away. And on the phone with me right now is somebody who um, was quite instrumental in getting this together. It's actually Sister Vixen's idea to uh, to get Matt on the show. And I just basically started sending a text message and said, Hey, management, can we make this happen? And management's here. And you made it happen, didn't you? I did make it happen. Cause I can't make anything happen. Because <laughs> I'm just cheeky and I'll ring anybody and ask them anything. Because it's all about Mikael. <laughs> it's all about Wikipedia. Wikipedia. We can't wait to have Wikipedia join the show soon in, in a few months' time. So, I'm a bit nervous because, you know, I hate the sound of my own voice. So, come well, on, James, come let's on. get this over and done with then. So, it's really simple. We're going to do this as a question, aren't we? So what is the question? First of all, what is the question? Here's the chance to win two tickets. Yeah. Okay. What is the question? So the, question the question is, Matt Bell warmed up for which famous dance band in Preston? And also, he was mad because on the tickets, they spelt his name M-A-T. So we're looking for the name of the dance band that he warmed up for in Preston. Right, that's the question. How do they enter? Because this is not a chat room thing, because we know there are tons of people who listen in who do not enter the chat room. So, how are they going to enter? So, you need to get your pen and paper ready and ring this number. So, the number is 07896991242. Caroline will put that, sorry, Sister Vixen will put that in the chat room. I'll say it again. 07-896-991242. Fantastic. So that's how you win. Oh, 07-896-991242. Call Michaela and tell her the answer to that question. And you got yourself two tickets. How long have they got, folks? Uh, Till the end of the show. Till the end of the show and not, not a second further. Actually, until Matt's interview is oh. over, I think, which will be around People about... are writing it in the chat room. I know. That's in. So... Oh, dear me. <laughs> There's always some spoil sports, isn't there? <laughs> give me a ring. Give me a ring. <laughs> Numbers in the chat room, folks, on is, HMR. All the people in the chat have already got tickets. Oh, 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 hang on, hang on. Someone's ringing. Can Someone's ringing off? already. Yeah, go on. See if you can take it. Hello? Who's that? You have to put them on Hello? speaker. Hello? Who's that? Silence. Oh, it's Carol. Carol, it's Michaela. Hang on, I'm just going to put you on loudspeaker. Put on speaker and put it near, 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 near your computer. So, it's only the meme queen herself. Only oh. the meme queen? <laughs> yeah, so Carol, what's oh, the answer? No, I didn't expect that. Oh, Carol, you set yourself up. What's the answer, Carol? Well, I just thought Prodigy because... It's the Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it is the Prodigy. <laughs> yes, Ray. So I'll get off I'll get off the phone and I will send you details of how you can you, come Does that mean the tomorrow. meme queen is coming down tomorrow? Oh, I can't believe it. I've never won anything. I've never won anything. Oh <laughs> you have now, Carol. 
You are oh bless you. I'm glad it was you, Carol. Do you know what I mean? We all love you. We all love you. Right, I'll get off the phone and I will send you details. Thank you so much, Carol. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Well, that happened a lot faster than I thought it was going to do. So unless, <laughs> unless you and Daddy want us to give a load more tickets away, which I don't think they want to. Exactly. That'd be brilliant to see oh. Carol down there tomorrow. Don't forget, you've got to make your own way down. This is not like you know full full RFB room. In fact, there are no rooms because Parkall shut will, itself. I will, I will have a proper conversation once we're off there. Absolutely right. Let's keep the music going. Thank you very much uh, to oh, Winneries Carol. Thank you very much to Michaela there, and thank you very much, by the way, honey, for everything you did this week to rally everybody around to get all these voice very, clips and everything. I'll do all the proper thank yous towards the back welcome. end of a, the show. It was a pleasure for Matt. It was a pleasure for Matt. There's still him. plenty more to go. We've got a couple more tunes coming up. Let's do it. Cheers, Yo, all them fools up. Them never know so you are the baddest and the sickest thing right here now. Hey, yo, play the tune. Don't you want it? Don't you want it? Don't you Could you ask for a more iconic tune? Felix. I don't you want my love Thank you. 
I remember seeing, hearing this played at Angels in Burnley <laughs> and just the beginning of it, just when that organ hits yeah. and the crowd just roared. <laughs> Take the roof off. Mixing up the biggest, chunkiest tunes around. House Masters Radio in the mix. Let's have a bit of dream frequency. Oh, yay!
Hi Matt, it's Lee Taylor from In The VIP. Wishing you a very happy retirement. Uh, personally, you gave me my best music memories at Jenks Bar in 94. You'll be sadly missed from myself and all the In The VIP crew and we wish you all the best for the future, buddy. You living legend. So nice getting all these voices off, people. Thank you very much, Lee. Can't wait to see you tomorrow night, you and Donna. And the Chorley Massive. Dream Frequency and Debbie Sharp. Feel so real. What's it feel like then to be retiring and why now? Um, it feels like it's, it's the right time. Uh, it's just I've got, you know, I'm 50, 50, I'll be 54 in March. No and, way. Um, yeah. No so way. I've got 54. Yeah. There's, there's things I want to, there's things I want to do in my, my personal, you know, my private life that we've got plans and, you know, cause I, when I, when I do play out, I put quite a lot of effort into the set. So I'll go and research, I'll go and get tracks from somewhere. I'll go and do this. I'll go and edit stuff and, you know, put, you know, put the set together. All my sets at More Cake, none of them have been the same at More Cake. Do you know what I mean? They've all had different tracks in. They've all, you know, there might be one that I've, I've chucked in again, one track, but, you know, as a whole, it, it, you know, I've spent a lot of time researching and getting the, 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 uh, the set together. And um, I just really, you know, I could really do with spending that time doing other things on the house and, you know, we're looking to, you know, do other things, um, you know, with Kate and stuff like that. So I just think now's the time to to sort of hang my headphones up and, you know, and then go out to a club every now and again and just, you know, enjoy the club. And also as well, you know, we, you mentioned a bit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I love that. Um, I haven't been doing that much and I, I, I want to sort of get back into that and in order to get back into that, I need to train yeah. hard and, you know, and then, you know, if I'm competing, I'm on diets and then I can't drink. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I think it's just about, it's the right time. I've had some great times. It's been brilliant to do the whole thing again. You know, I've been very lucky, very fortunate. And I just think now's the right time. It's, it'd be sad to, uh, it'd be sad to not see your name on, on all the flyers and stuff, but, um, I'm sure we can persuade you to uh, to pop in on our show for a few a, a time or two over next year. I think I think you know there, there may be the odd occasion where you know if it's for a good cause, you know I'll I'll um, I'll, I'll play an hour. You know that's yeah. fine. You know there are some sometimes the charity gigs that come up that are you know close to my heart. You know and and I'll play. I don't mind doing that. You know, but. As for the club circuit and all that sort of stuff, that's it's definitely it for me, I think, now. Yeah. But yeah, you know, on your show, 100%, I'll come up, do an hour or something. Yeah, well, we're changing the format of the Friday show shortly. So it's going to be a little bit, it's going to be a few months off yet. But we're going to change yeah. it and have people like Michaela over. So we'll have like panellists, basically. And what we're hoping to do mm. is get somebody who's been around the DJ scene as well as other people who know the music industry and we'll just riff off each other for, for the show and make, you know, maybe do a, maybe do a, a mini mix or something like that, but there's no pressure. Yeah. You if you don't want to, no problem. You want to just sit there basically yeah. and drink, drink a cup of coffee and occasionally be seen on camera and, and, and throw some wild comments in basically mostly for laughs and likes on social media. You know, you know me, you, mate. We'd, we'd love, we'd absolutely love to have you. So Michaela, well, Michaela said she'd already kind of, 
like said something to you and I just wanted to like mention it myself whilst we were talking. Yeah, no worries. I mean, if there's decks there, you know, I'll put a couple of tunes on, you know, I can't resist it. No, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> go to a party and somebody's got like some decks in a corner. It's like, well, what tunes you got? Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing thumbing exactly. through the vinyl. Oh, do you play? Oh, I might have played once. Might have played the odd slice of plastic or two in my time, you know, that kind of thing. You don't catch like if they don't know. Any advice to newcomers? Well, if, if you were... If you were passing, if you're doing a class or something like that about the industry or DJing in general, what advice would you would you impart to somebody who's either just getting into it or thinking about getting into it? Just be humble. Just be humble, you know, and 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 just plug away at it, and don't be don't be upset. You know, you see it on Facebook a lot where other DJs are slagging other DJ. Oh, this person's got a set, you know, and he's not that good, and you're like. What you know? Just be humble, and and network. Work hard at networking. Get to know you know your promoters. Get to know your other DJs. Help your other DJs as well. Put them forward. You know what I mean? Just help. It's, at the end of the day, you know this scene. When I first started, it was all about you know it was new, and you know we're all sort of pushing the scene forward. All of us together. You know what I mean? Um, and and I just think you know we could, even though it's established, you could still you can still do that. You know the music's ever evolving and all that sort of stuff. And there's just no need to be this like I'm I you know I'm I deserve a set I deserve this. Well, you know don't think like that. Just think just work hard, work hard, network, and 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 get your name out there and be humble and be 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 kind to people and things will come your way, hundred percent. The best bit of advice I've ever heard anybody impart that. Just, just, oh, just be humble. Because, and you're absolutely right. Off, I, you, sorry, you read that one on the back of a cereal packet. I read it off Carl Cox's website. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, great writers steal. <laughs> no, I did, I did, I did it. I, I just, you know, that that's that's honestly, I just think that's what you need to do. You know, it's you just 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 be humble and be kind and good things will come your way and that's it with anything in life basically you can tell the fun that me and matt had doing this the actual whole thing took us over two hours to uh to record and go through and it took me about four hours to go through and edit it and pick out all all the best bits of it what i'm gonna do is i've got the entire lot uh with a few bits and pieces we were just meandered off onto different subjects which i'm going to take out and publish on my website which you can get to at djjroberts.co.uk <laughs> House Masters Radio. Plenty more to come yet, still of Matt. We had a whole bunch of requests sent in. Well, a whole list made for us of more cake tunes. Now, I remember coming in 21 and even Rob to Sarah play this. Stanton Warriors remix. Young MC, the classic. Know how. Some of the busiest rhymes ever made by man are going into this mic written by this hand. Coming out of this mouth made by this tongue. I tell you now, my man, my name is Young. But so you think that this shit doesn't need to get the best of me. But I suggest it be quiet, bro. Don't even try it from the east and west of me. Taking it and never breaking it. Or even shaking it. Grooving it to know it's moving it. Cause I'm not faking it. Pulling out rhymes like books off the shelf. Born in England, raised a holler. Start to go for myself. This is stone cold rhyming. No frills, no fluffs. And there's no accident that these rhymes sound tough. I'm going off, baby. There's no turning back. I'm on your TV, on your album cassette, and they track. And when the show is finally finished, I'll be taking my bow. My name is Young. And yo, I got no how. You know what I'm saying? I got no hat. 
it just like this. I got juice like the president. I'm making rappers end today. Invite me to your house and I'll be chilling like a resident. Yes, cause I'm that type of man. Cause I make myself a name no matter where I am. I got it going like thunder. Making y'all wonder why I'm on top with all the other rappers under. I make no errors, mistakes, or blunders. It's like a wedding. Then no one for the sunder. My name is Young. I see I like to rock right well. Cause when I get to on the mic, I just release my spell. It's no focus, focus. I just get to move the focus. I swarm all over you just like a horde of locusts. It's Michaela. It's been an amazing journey seeing you at far too many clubs to name. My fave, of course, being Buzz. You've definitely come a long way since that boy playing in the back season on the school at Plungey. Happy retirement. Love you, mate. House Masters Radio in the mix. It's a spiritual thing. A body thing. A soul thing. Where, where do you think the scene will be in sort of about five to ten years' time? Do you think we'll still have a clubbing scene or do you, do you think these young'uns are just not as, like, rave-slash-club-dancing oriented? They're not as social as us, are they, some of them? No, they're not. And I, I think it's probably got a... Well, there'll be a... I don't think... I don't know. I really feel for it because 
uh, you know, between them and the government, you know, the government and the hell bent on like just destroying the the um, the industry, uh, be it from pubs, clubs, whatever. You know, they're, 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 for some reason they just and I knew I'd be, bring up the government at some point in this. Yeah, the man. This, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, they just are. And it's, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of sinister stuff going on at the moment. It's a shame. Um, you know, you've got restaurants going out of business left, right and centre. You know, they, they, uh, it, it's just a crazy time. And then, you know, you've got the kids nowadays that, you know, they'll just rock up and they're just on the phones all the time. And they'll just, it's just all about like, they're there at this massive gig. They're there. It's about them being, you know what I mean? Whereas you're like, just enjoy the music, enjoy the the production, enjoy, you know, enjoy it. So I don't know. I think I really do feel free at the moment. In 10 years time, who knows? Hopefully there will be something going, but. I see more gigs coming along that ban phones from inside the arena, other than they're like their official photographers and videographers. And that's something else James Hype's done with this with what he does, which is basically has a ban on cameras and phones and stuff. All you see at concerts and clubs is just a sea of phone screens recording and streaming. And even though a lot of the youngsters aren't as social, uh, I mean, the pandemic didn't help with some of them, especially (laughs) as they got around a certain age, they had time robbed from them that they'll never get back. And it's had a permanent, yeah. yeah, it's had a permanent effect on some of these mm. kids that they just don't want to socialise. or It's like the thought of staying mm. in is like bliss to them. But yeah. yeah, if you go on TikTok on a Saturday morning or either, you know, either Friday night or a Saturday morning or a Sunday, it is literally live stream after live stream after live stream of people DJing. Mm. So it's not like the art form, I don't think is going to go anywhere. But I certainly see quite a huge in uh, evolution of what we've got going on now the the scene won't be anywhere like it is if more cake's still around i'd love it if they implemented a no phones policy or at least a mm. like that like the was it the egg in london they used to put a sticker over you over you the the back camera or something like that it'd, yeah. it'd peel off and clean off really easily but it was like no you can keep your phone with you we're not going to rob your phone off yeah but mm. at the same time, we don't. We just basically want people to enjoy themselves. So yeah, you still get a few people taking selfies, which is going to happen. I don't think that's a bad thing, right? Everybody mm. wants to take a memory. But what what you don't want is people basically just standing there, getting in the and getting really antsy when people bump into them as well. You're ruining my video that I'm making. You're right. I, I, who knows? I mean, maybe it'll be like, you know, you'll just get TikTok events where the DJ will be filmed. He'll have a million people looking into it, if you will, and it'll just be all adverts every now and again, and the DJs will get paid by the yeah. adverts. I don't know. I don't know where it'll be. It'd be it, I don't know. It, it, technology's great, uh, but it's, it, it's, it's also very bad at the same time. There's an episode of Book Rogers in the 25th century which kind of perfectly defines exactly what we've just talked about, and it's called mm. Space Rockers, and... In it, this group um, basically perform remotely. So they're in a studio, well, like a, a, a TV set, as it were, a bit like to what we did during lockdown. 
and they've got like, yeah. multi- multiple camera angles and they're basically performing. So they're doing the, the, the instruments. And there's a whole like light show and everything else, but everybody's remote to them. All the dancers are all remote, but it's, and it's transmitted yeah. across the galaxy across the, you know, their bit yeah. of the galaxy. And I remember seeing that in like 1978, 1979. I like all the old shows like Magnum and MacGyver and things like that. I love watching really old corny sort of procedural shows like that. And that one came around, the, the Book Rogers one came around. I thought, oh, I'll sit through all this and I'll devour it. And that episode yeah. came up again and, and you've just nailed it there. I think that's exactly, yeah, basically, we'll be right back after these ads, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and the, the yeah, artist will take basically a pee break at that point. And mm. <laughs> whoever's DJing will take a pee break whilst we go, if you want your teeth to be whiter than white, get new whitenings. You know, that sort of thing. We some like well, announcing well, that. Well, or well, worse, worse, Matt. They'll have the DJ actually do the advert a bit like in the fifties when they didn't have commercials. They used to get the announcer to to do it yeah. on, on air on radio. Well, we, we were doing it in COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just you know we're beaming it out here, there, and everywhere. I don't know. Who knows, mate? Who knows? Hopefully, there'll be still be a scene, but I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Probably showing me age there with the come, reference to Book Rogers. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We're going to do a rapid fire quiz questions with Matt next.
It's Carl Deary. Uh, big respect and thanks for all the enjoyable events over the years. Personally, starting way back in 1992 at Zone as a clubber for me. Had numerous musical delights and plenty of great club nights, uh, including our own retro is back parties. Uh, wishing you all the best in the DJ retirement so you can concentrate on hugging for medals and that inevitable mighty Ming that is collecting photos of white dog poo. See you at more cake. Right, Michaela says, I have to ask you about Chorley FM. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> brief, uh, so, yeah. I've got to get a brief answer out of you on that one, because didn't you, well, no, it, it, didn't you go, go there to start? Because you were on Chorley FM for a bit, and then you stopped, and then you went back, and then didn't it shut down again just after you went back? Yeah, well, I was on it for a bit, then I went, yeah, I came off it, then I went back, and I had my own sort of little show, and then it, it kind of... Um, I don't know what happened, to be honest. So there's a few stories uh, knocking about about what happened. I, I don't really know. Um, but, yeah, it shut down. And then I think the guys who were doing it moved over to Ribble FM, did that for a bit. And then, but, yeah, Charlie FM. Yeah, oh, I got that. I got every time I did it, I got the, um, from my mates, you know, the Peter K coming in your ears thing, you know, <laughs> and ribbed about it. Yeah, she said, but, that, she um, said you'd say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, I've got some rapid fire questions just to finish us off with, right? Right, if there's any DJ in, and this is a quick answer one, if there's any DJ you could have played with, who who would it have been? I could have played with. Yeah, that you didn't um, get the chance to, that you would have loved uh, to have played uh, with. Probably, probably Richie Orton. Nice. If there's anyone you could have had one more set with, who would it be? Clem Oscar. Um, yeah, de- definitely Clem. All right. <laughs> All right, then. Some oddball ones, right? Just for a bit of a laugh and some sound bites. Okay. And it's one word one word answers, is this, or very short answers. All right. Which is better, vinyl or digital? Digital. Pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Yes. House or garage? House. Acid house or pumping house? Oh, pumping house. Commercial pumping or Balearic pumping? Balearic pumping. Sash or chicane? Chicane. Yes, not a blagger. (laughs) (laughs) This is Jay Roberts on Housemasters Radio. During our lead up, we asked Matt to pick two or three tunes that were really dear to himself. So we've got two coming out now and then one right at the very end. And these are very special. You asked me to dig out this one by Stephen Fisher. 2000 Freaks come out. This is the 2019 version, but it's just as good, if not as better than the original from 2000.
Stephen Fisher and Jack back. One of David Guetta's aliases. I remember this being such an anthem back in the late 90s, early 2000s when it first dropped. I think it was 1998, this. We got more from Matt to come. We've got his final word just coming up just after this next tune. Mixing up the biggest, chunkiest tunes around. House Masters Radio in the mix. This is the second of three of Matt's picks. And what a stomper this is. Okay. Who doesn't know this track? Okay. If you don't, where have you been? Which rock have you been under for the last 30 odd years? Okay. As we build up. So the last couple of ch- tunes here. Okay. Now listen.
Andy here. Another voice to add to the very many positive words I'm sure people are saying to you tonight. Um, from me, what can I say? When I first started DJing, there was no bigger influence on me than you. Um, when I turned up at the zone and heard what you were playing, uh, I will never ever forget the goosebumps that gave me that night. And since then, what a legend, an inspiration, an all-round nice guy. You're going to be sorely missed, dude. Um, but I think you've earned, you've earned what's coming. All right, dude. Love you. Bye. Thanks very much to Andy Pendle there. And we've got one final little bit of uh, word from Matt to come up. Okay, Saturday night. What can people expect from your, your final set? Well, a, a, a sort of journey. So I play, I'm playing stuff from, you know, when I was back in zone, um, all the way through really. Um, so there'll be some like sort of little revamps in there. It's, it goes, um, like, like sort of piano-y, Italian-y, and then it goes, you know, more sort of tougher and tougher and tougher, not in terms of like techno tough, but like really going for it sort of high energy sort of stuff. Um, a, a lot of vocals in there there's all sorts it's, it's going to be one to remember put it that way can't wait mate can't wait matt it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on it's been a pleasure knowing you and also a pleasure to talk to you tonight we wish you all the best with your retirement mate and can't wait to see you on saturday night thanks very much it's been it's been wonderful thanks for, thanks for having me thank you the last of matt's picks what an appropriate change to go out on Jimmy Polo, better days.
going to say huge thanks out there to everybody who's listened tonight. But in particular, got some mentions for the end of the show here. First of all, Sister Vixen sat in the other room who hasn't said much tonight and normally has quite an input into the show. Thank you very much for just a casual idea that's turned into a bit of a monster production. Yeah, ten, ten days ago we were talk- I came up with this idea over tea and this is what it, this is what, this is the result. So yeah, thank you to everyone and what everyone involved for putting it together. Absolutely. Thank you very much for Michaela for what started as a text message casually last Saturday into Matt doing an interview, a whole bunch of voice clips and everything else. Thank you. You, you really did pull it out of the bag up for me for that one. Thanks also to Carl, Jane, Andy, Jamie, Kipsy, Project D, Lee Taylor for the voice clips. And last but absolutely not least by any means, thanks so much to Stu and Danny of More Cake for putting on such an amazing event. We hope you continue to put on more of them in the future and we'll certainly be there to see them. Just a pity that our very good friend Matt isn't going to be there anymore after tomorrow. And thank you to you, Jay, for putting in all the work for tonight. Well, excellent day's work. (laughs) Yay! It's what I do. And you do it so well. We'll see you. If you're coming to the event, don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. Be like the old days. Come over and say hi. Don't be just stood in a corner. I'll put the entire version of Matt's interview, which is insightful to say the least. There's so much I didn't make into the cut. I'll put that up on my website. You can get details of that in a second. I'll make sure that's available sometime this week. Adam, you'll have this in an hour, mate. <laughs> Don't forget. Keep it locked to HMR. Jimbo's coming up next. Yes, he and is. without HMR, we wouldn't have the platform. Five years and going strong here. Strength to strength. We'll see you all again next Wednesday for Journeys Through House. Good night. You can catch up with all episodes of Jay's shows on Apple Podcasts, Deezer, SoundCloud, and Mixcloud. Visit djjroberts.co.uk for details.